podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Evening and welcome to the Man on Football Show on the LFC Day Trippers channel for tonight. Um, I am Gav, that's Shawnee, and that's Keith. And for the next hour or so, we are going to put forward the argument that big transfers for big money, hit and miss rate is is appalling. <laughs> Basically, um, Shawnee was the one that started this discussion. I think it might have been Sunday night. I might have been Sunday night. Um, did we do a fat pack for Sunday night, Shawnee? Yeah, and it was did, after yeah. that we got talking about because uh, the Luis Diaz stuff was happening. And we were talking about the price of Luis Diaz, and then you were saying this to us. But so, Shani, I'm going to come to you first. Um, and before, sorry, before I do, like, subscribe, share, lash your comments in there. You're definitely going to have loads of comments to give us on this subject as we go along. But Shani, I'll come to you first because you said, "Gav, the hit, the hit and miss rate on this when you go over say 50 million is mental." Um, and we'll bring up we'll bring up the top I think it's the top twenty, twenty-five transfers um of all time up on the screen in a little bit. But what is it, Shawnee? Because it, what stored it? Was it the Lewis Diaz stuff at thirty seven plus fifteen add-ons and you went, that's around fifty million. You don't need to be spending mad, mad money because when you do, more often than not, it doesn't work. What stored it for me was I seen a graphic on Twitter the other day of like the top the top 10, 15, well, the big, the big 10, 15 clubs in the wall and the record transfers. And I just had a flick through the list and I was going like, not many of them have pulled up trees really. Like, I'm, I'm looking at some of the names on the list and I'm thinking, I'm going to actually have a look at that. And then we saw this year, Lukaku trying to go back to, to Inter. Um, Sancho hasn't been getting the game for Manchester United uh, Varane was a big money signing in the summer to come in and help an 80 million waste of money that they had and then does the Pogba thing play now again where it looks like for the second time in a decade you know they're going to lose this fella for for free after buying him back for which was an extortionate amount of money in the in the, the beginning and I was just thinking to myself like I'm going to actually just just skim over and have a look. And I was actually, I was baffled when I looked at the, the list of the top 25. Literally between 25 names, you could argue only four of these fellas have been deemed a success. And and I don't think that's an overreaction. Obviously, you're going to have a look at the list, but it just goes to show that all the money you spent, it doesn't equate. It doesn't always... It, in fact... There's more of a chance of it not walking out. And the bigger picture is, bar probably Chelsea, look at the big oil states. You have City and you have PSG, who have been plundering money into, into football now for the last decade, we'd say. And, and neither of them have any juice winning the Champions League yet. So all of this money being thrown about 
Newcastle now on the scene, it doesn't guarantee anything. Money doesn't guarantee anything at all. In fact, it would make you more likely to fuck it up, in my opinion, from what I've seen. From based on the evidence, anyway. Look, this this actually can't be denied. People will come on here and argue about they sell X amount, Y amount of jerseys. I don't give a shit about that. That's not <laughs> to, to football fans. But it's about what they've brought to the team in the time that they've been there. Uh, and there's some mad ones. Like, like the tip of the iceberg with Garante was a swap deal, which was painted out to be a free transfer. But I'll leave that till the very end because a certain club are still dealing with the ramifications of that signing to this day. And they will be for a long time. <clears throat> it's mad, Keith. You know, we will look at the list and before we get on to it, I was, when I was actually looking at this list, I was saying to myself, okay, it's definitely happened. There's definitely an argument for it because when you look at the list we'll put up in a few minutes, you go, yeah, not doing great, not doing great, a disaster, different words come to you. And like Shani says, there's four or five where you go, yeah, he's done it, he's good. You know, um, but I wonder what drives it, Keith, because <coughs> is it agents? Is it, is it simply, the, is it, is it, you know, tr- clubs trying to show a sign of power by saying we can throw this amount of money around when there's, when it actually doesn't equate to an awful lot when you look at it, when you look at it a bit deeper? Or is it just the way society has gone? Because you see so many fans from and uh, from clubs everywhere where they say to you, you you'd, you'd see a player and it'd be like, he's available for 30, but he's 60. And they all want the 60 million quid fella. Because they go, well, he's 60. He must be, it must be something. You know what I mean? It must be something there that makes him double what this player is. And most of the time, it doesn't work. Yeah, most of the time, it's just fancy packaging on them that makes him out to be better. And that's, so many clubs fall for it. We're going to go through the list in a, in a while, Gav. And there's some quality players in there. And it, the moves haven't worked for one reason or the other. Now, whether that's because the player was never the player the club thought he were signing or whether the players may have done individually might have done okay but didn't do what the clubs wanted when they were getting them like there's different factors for them but some of them are just absolutely bizarre and are ridiculous and you know Sean you alluded to to certain teams some teams are going to be repeating and you'll see the some of the worst transfers are linked to this the same teams and I know they'll be the richest clubs and they'll be the ones that are spending this money, but it shows that spending the most money is not always the best thing. It's We say it all the time on air shows, it's the right player, not the most expensive player. And when you see some of these, you know, some of the players that have come in, is it the player's fault? Is it the club's fault? A bit of both on some of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're going to talk about... Barcelona are going to figure heavily on this list. Manchester United are going to figure heavily on this list. And some of the transfers that I don't know how they've been hoodwinked. We know agents are shy bags and they'll always try and, you know, hawk a player. But we've got lads here in this list that are costing near 100 million. Some of them are over 100 million. And for what you're getting, what what they thought they were getting is beyond me. You know, as Shawnee said, you can sell jerseys. That's all well and good, but at the end of the day, you want your £100 million player, your £120 million player to be doing it on the pitch for you. And a lot of these lads just haven't done it. Like it's, when Sean, you said, I thought there'd be a lot more hits than misses. It's not even the fee though. It's not even the fee. If you're buying anyone for 80 million quid, 
you're probably giving them a quarter of a million quid a week. All right. And we, so that's so that's costing you twelve million a year. So that's costing you another fifty over five years, right? Yeah. Sixty over five years. So now it's cost you 140 million quid. Yeah, listen, you're not getting the money back on jerseys. You simply aren't. You know what Gav, I mean? you can put that link I sent you on the chat, right? Just as is we're chatting away there. I'm at the being I'm at the being flicking through there, right? And we only checked the first page. I'm at the going as far as page five there. All right. right. Page five, okay. So here's the list. Talking, yeah, you're talking literally from 37 million to 40 million. So you need to think that maybe now that's not a lot of money, but 35 million for Andy Carroll back in the day would equate to probably around 80 million now. All right. So you have just, just, for, just rattling them off. This is before you even get to the big boys. Henrik Mikatarian, 37 million pounds to Manchester United. Patrick Schick, 37 million pounds to Roma. All right. Alexis Sanchez to Arsenal, not a bad one, all right? Juan Sebastian Ferrand, back, back in 2002, £38 million, which would be near enough 100 million soiling now. Yeah. Mm. You have Shevchenko, £39 million in 06, 07. That's massive money. Massive money. James Rodriguez, £40 million in 13, 14. And then we're not even scratching the surface here, like... I it just I I don't understand how how this all got so out of control. Look, look, that's that's the top twenty there, all right. Mm-hmm. And there's Neymar, all right. I only watched the documentary the other day. Literally states in the documentary he was bought to win the Champions League. They haven't done it. And Mbappe the same. They haven't done it. Yeah, he's been really good. They haven't done it. Usman Dembele, absolute dumpster fire. They couldn't give this fella away the other day, all right. Felipe Coutinho, everybody knows the story with him. Joe Felix was never an Atletico Madrid player. All right? Anton Griezmann, disaster. He's had to be back and forth to the same club. Then you well, think of his wages. He's on. He was on eight hundred grand a week at Barca, so yeah. it was hundred and whatever million, hundred and eight million fee on top of eight hundred grand a week. Outrageous. Jack Grealish hasn't worked. Not not yet, anyway. Roy Time's still on his side. Ronaldo to Juventus, another disaster. It's that they're doing untold damage to that club. Yeah. Done it to win the Champions League and didn't win the Champions League. Can I ask you can I ask you something? Um and we get in we get into um we get into the, the this list comes from um transfer marker, okay? But and, and we will get into it. But just a quick question for you. How um What's your earliest one? What's your earliest? earliest? Yeah, what's, your, what's where you think, where you thought back and went, Jesus Christ, that's a load of money and it's just not happening. My one was um, Gigi Lentini went to AC Milan in, I think it was 92, right? And it was a world record transfer fee at the time. I think yeah. it was 12, 13 million at the time. But this was the Milan, the all-conquering AC Milan team. And he was a, a winger, left winger, played for Torino. And Milan bought him. And I think it was one of these first instances of, of I think Inter might have wanted him. Or Juventus, one of the other big teams might have wanted this fella. And AC just went in, flexed their muscles, lobbed their Mickey on the table and said, no, we're taking him. Took him. He done okay in an excellent team. He didn't pull up any trees. Now he's a war record fee at the time. This was, you know, blew everything out of water. 
And I think he was in a car crash at the end of that season and his career was fucked after that. But it was the first one that I remember of being a, you know, stop the press. This was back in the Gazette, you know, the Galazzo and all that, the James Richardson, Channel 4, all that gear. And uh, it was just an absolute disaster class. And it was one that, as Sean, you said, when you equate this with inflation, like, Jesus, struggled to think how much that would be. But that's the earliest one that I remember really sort of making me think, go, oh, Jesus Christ, what? dealing in big money here and that's 30, 30 years ago mm. oh, <clears throat> when you was mentioned this one I always thought of um, Dean Saunders uh, Liverpool yeah. um, with being a Liverpool fan is one that popped into my head Dean Saunders goes from um, Derby County to Liverpool and I, I want to say 91 they signed Mark Wright as well but I think Dean Saunders is looking like 2.9 million pounds I think he's a record at the time yeah British record and a British record and you're kind of going what? You know, no, he wasn't long at Liverpool. Um, he wasn't. It was just um, like mad money, and then it didn't work out for him. And that one, that's one that comes back to me, and I go, "That's a miss." You know what I mean? And that's just one that's close to close to me. But I'm sure there's way more, um, even earlier than that. But that one, Dean Saunders was like because Liverpool before that, you have to remember, around '87, um, they're signing John Barnes, Peter Beardsley, and John Aldridge for a combined fucking. Two million quid or something, you know what I mean? No, so, I think it was Beardsley a British transfer record. Yeah, but he nine hundred thousand or something. No, was he? He was over a million, I think. He was. There was there was the three of them. I think Barnes, I think, was nine hundred. I think yeah. Beardsley might have been near two million. I he could have been. He could have been. But when you looked at British what Saunders was being paid, yeah. you know, three years later or four years later, and what you had at Liverpool before, um, it, it was mad to look at the comparison. Absolutely yeah. mad to compa- look at the par- comparison. Shawnee, what's your earliest one? Because when I thought of you and what an early one would be, I definitely thought the Nielsen. To bet is, yeah, I was a a bit young for that, but one for me, like an early one for me, Varon. I remember Varon. I remember him coming in, having the bandage on his knee and all. And I remember, you know, you know, he had the best midfield in the world at that stage. Mm. And it was just, they they got him. He he comes from Lazio, is it? Yeah. Is was it? Was it? Yeah. Oh, where did they get him? Was it Lazio? or was it? Who? Veron. Veron was from Lazio. Yeah. Yeah, Lazio. Yeah, and Lazio. he's a bit like like he said the goal Lazio. Yeah, yeah. Seen him in the highlight packages, and or I, I even I was at a talk with Roy Keane, and he talked about him saying he was brilliant in training, but just wherever it was, it just never worked out for him. He was a nice guy. You could tell he had his head on, but he just wasn't able for it. And it was thirty nine million pound at the time, and that's that's. That's colossal money, you got. Two thousand and one. Yeah, that's unheard of. Like, you know what I mean? You're thinking to yourself, all right, then there was Zidane goes for fifty and Buffon goes for mad money, but they're they're brilliant. They go on to yeah. be legends. So you're thinking then, okay, well that's what happened when you do spend big money, but it just didn't happen for Veron. And I remember that going, Jesus Christ, because that was when United were really like the Van Nistelrooy's. All the best players in the world were going to play there, kind of. And you are envious, obviously, because they were winning everything, you know. And they were just, they just pick up one every summer. And they seemed to get it right. But Varane was one of the, the earliest ones. But when I started to kind of, it really got out of control with, for me, in 08, 09. With, uh, 09, 10, I think it is, with Torres, 10, 11, that, around that time. Mm-hmm. That, that whole Torres thing. It was mad because it's December. It's it's 
December 2010 into January 2010. Wait, wait. That crushed me. Like, that crushed yeah. me as what, what would have been, what, 16, I think. You had to go home time. and walk, didn't you? Yeah, I was walking in the Black Forge at the time. That's owned by McGregor. And it's owned by him now, but it wasn't then, obviously. And I used to walk in the bar, and he didn't have a telly on in the bar. And he used to have one out on in the lounge. And the 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 manager at the time, Brian, was a, a big United fan. Now I was I was completely in awe of Fernando Torres as a Liverpool yeah. player. The age I was at, I was mm. very um what's the word I'd say, moldable, so to speak. Now I didn't have long blonde hair and wear the T nineties and all, but it was the it was a player that I really felt myself idolising like number nine. Being so good, but what you fail to realize, if I weren't being blindly sentimental, he was massively shy for the last probably six months before he heads off yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> I think the only good game he has is against Chelsea at Anfield, and we all know that was probably putting himself in the in the shop window. But I got called out into the bar, into the lounge, and he was like, "It was Sky Sports Yellow Bar at the time." Oh yeah. And I just remember the bottom they'll say Fernando Torres hand in the transfer request and I was absolutely shattered. Yeah. I couldn't think like and he was like, You are right. I was like, Nah, I think I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it broke my heart and I've kind of stopped myself from getting emotionally attached to players since then, but I'm the exact same. That that and transfer we, for me yeah, was the one that Broken. You're trying to tell yourself that Andy Carroll is a really good signing and <laughs> it started off really well and that was kind of then... Well, it they didn't start for ages. Andy Carroll arrived yeah. to Liverpool injured. Yeah, but that wasn't that the measure, wasn't it? Like then every year, every other year then was, I can't believe you know, it paid X amount for X player and Chelsea paid Y amount for X player and Liverpool paid 45 million for Andy Carroll. The only thing... That, that saved us there is that we got Suarez for nothing, more or less. Yeah. And if we had paid the 50 million combined for, for Suarez at the time, he would have been instantly worth it because he hit the ground running straight away. And we all had it. I think it ended up costing six brilliant. million. Six million in total to get the team. But did yeah. Ryan Babel go around that time as well? I mean, you actually walked around yeah. and made a profit. Um, yeah, uh, bringing the other two in, but yeah, and I know you're going was, because it's like when Suarez leaves then in, in summer of fourteen, and you're like signing Ricky Lambert now, and you're going, yeah, but we might have something different up front, and I'm <laughs> you're like, no, I'm going with you. <laughs> and then we end up a league mismatch and win the Champions League with Roberto Di Matteo. But I played about, I know he scores in the semi final, but I played about as much yeah. part in that season as Torres did. It just didn't work out for him. It no. didn't work. Did, they they lit they got the player that had been at Liverpool for the six months period. He was crap after that injury, yeah, and I, yeah. it killed me to say he was crap. His pace was gone, his head was gone. You can tell he just didn't want to be at Liverpool. His confidence was just shattered at that stage, wasn't it? He wasn't the was player, wasn't His last game was away to Wolves, and I remember he scores, and he doesn't celebrate, and I'm thinking he's gone. Yeah, he's gone, yeah. and it just no, it's not. It's a way to Blackpool. No, his last game was away to Does Wolves. Did you not play Wolves? Yeah, I thought he'd done well against no, Wolves. No, I yeah, thought... We beat Blackpool. We beat Wolves. Yeah, no, we beat Wolves 3 and he scores, but I'm nearly sure... I'm nearly sure he scores away at, at Blackpool under under Dal Gleish. And he's gone the within the next couple day, of days. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I do remember... Yeah, I remember, it, I remember it, it Blackpool. Time, but like, 
that was kind of the, the start of it then, wasn't it? Like Chelsea yeah. had a lot of bleeding clangers as well before that. They paid mad money for Shevchenko. But again, like it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, there's a perfect example. We paid 35 million for Carroll because he was a future England international playing in the Premier League. And we got Suarez, who was literally banging goals in for phone in the air that is for a couple of years before we bought him for, for less than a snip. So like it's 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 absolutely mad like when you look back and that like that Carroll deal would have been the equivalent of an eighty million yoke now. Um you're right, I'm wrong. It was Wolves. Blackpool was two games before. Yeah. I actually do you know what I've Blackpool in my head, I might be right in saying I think we get beaten by United in the cup in Daglish's first game. And our fourth league game is away at Blackpool and we get beaten as yeah. well. Yeah. Um I could be wrong, but that that's why Blackpool <laughs> always sticks in my head around that time. Um but no Wolves I think that's a true. I remember it because I remember after that game going, he's gone. He's gone. Mm. Yeah. Because he picked up his form slightly in those last couple of games, wasn't it? And people are like, oh no, he's on the way back because he had been Malogian up till then. And Kenny coming in, it's like, oh, look, give give Kenny a chance. And he was just, I'm out of here. All the body language and all was, I'm gone. And that was a killer. That was the last one for me that I got so upset about and I'm older than Shawnee I wasn't bleeding a teenager when this one happened I remember I, I was yeah I was, I was actually a married <laughs> man and all at this stage but uh, I remember walking home from work and the news had broke and I met a neighbour of mine he's sadly passed on now we're a huge Liverpool fan from the flats as well Paul and I met him on the quay a friend of me does and we were talking about it and he's like selling Torres I can't believe it and the news is right, he says, we're signing Andy Carroll. He's like, Andy fucking Carroll. He couldn't believe that Andy Carroll was the one we're bringing in. And the desperation around it was just... That show, I think that stinking. showed a massive... I think that showed a massive naivety of FSG in the early days. You know, a real money ball. That was gnarly, wasn't it? Yeah, but, yeah. but, yeah, but uh, FSG are there. And I think it's a real money ball thing, you know, 35, if, if, look, if he's gone for 50, we get this fellow for 35 and he's younger and he's an England international and, you know, and, or he's, he will be an England international. They were probably looking at it going, we get three years out and we can sell him for 60, 50, 60, yeah. whatever it might be. They replicate the Torres deal because Liverpool signed Torres for 20. 28, I think. 27 ish, yeah. So they're probably looking going, we can get 60 or 35 and it's a bit, a bit of naivety. Um, it never happened now before we move on because we I know obviously Jurgen Klopp he wouldn't sign Suarez now probably because you do the background checks and does mm. red flags. But the Andy Carroll thing, you know, he'd only broke into that Newcastle team, done well in the championship for them and only had a few Premier League games. And it was a lot of money for the player that wasn't mature enough and hindsight's a great thing, but he just wasn't mature enough for that step up. He didn't want to move from Newcastle not that far away he did not want to move and it was just a disaster when you look back at it from the very start and the fact that we paid so much money and that I hung over Liverpool for so many years as the record transfer yeah. you know it was an absolute stick to beat us with until it wasn't now it's forgotten about I know yeah when you look at them though Shani because you mentioned a couple of prices there going back to 2010 2002 um, and you're saying about inflation and stuff like that is it still the same market? It's just that times have moved on and, and more money perceivably has to be spent. You know what I mean? I think uh, like I think it's changing now because a lot of the players seem to be going the free agent route now and run their contract. So kind of you um 
you defer from going into these big, huge money signings. Now, of course, it's different. Neymar changed the game for everyone. Yeah. After that, it was it was a free for all. So yeah. when he went out for two hundred million, then you had money getting thrown about. You know, you go get pogged for ninety yards. So look, did you look at now the power agents have and Haaland could Haaland and move next year for seventy five million, which is is a brilliant price for him because look, if he's on that contract, you'll probably be playing two hundred to two hundred fifty million for him. That's just the truth. If you want them. That's the sort of fee they could command, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, free agency seems to be the route now that, that clubs are players and agents are going because they know there's more money in it for them than there is for these clubs. And it's only the likes of Dortmund. Who else would you look at? Someone like a Porto. The teams who are top of the top of that class in their countries, but will be selling up to to the bigger clubs in Europe. They're the ones now who are going to be looking for the big fees and getting them. So you'll have like Dortmund in the next few years. They're going to make money on Bellingham. They'll make money on Haaland. It is changing a little bit because agents seem to be kind of taking over in that aspect. It's well, not, that, <clears throat> how much not anymore with the 10, 10%, 5% of a, of a transfer fee when they now that clients could be getting 80 and 90% of it into their wages and they could be getting a nice little earner for themselves. So it's changing really um, because... How much the, does, does social the society play in it? Because I genuinely look right now and I think to myself, I I, I think clubs spend money, mad money on players to appease a fan base. Yeah, 100%. And United had a forced class. Like, yeah. They're the first example of that. And the thing is, the, the funny thing is, Gav, right, we're going on about these transfer fees, but you know, it's like, if a player's a hit, it never matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody ever talks about if a player's a hit. Like, I couldn't tell you how much Bruno went for because he's been good. Million, well, if he million. was poor, I'd be able to tell you. Do you get what, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's kind of one of them things where you kind of ignore it. Like Van Dijk is the perfect example. Everybody, everybody slandered Liverpool for that. And if he'd have paid double now on the day, it would have been worth it. Mm. You know, because yeah. at the end, what we were speaking about at the, at the beginning here is, it's about where you end up after you make these acquisitions. Yeah. It tells you whether they were water or not. Yeah. Alisson and Van Dijk are water weight and gold. They're massive gambles. But they do as they were promised to do. So yeah, they but because but because you have the right because you have the right players around them and the right mix around them. Exactly. Like, like for me, I look at I look at um, Neymar's top of the list, and we bring it back up in a minute to look at it, right, and we read them all out and we go through them and see what well, who's a hit, hit and who's a miss. But Neymar for me, brilliant player. I don't think he's the right players around them. I genuinely no, don't because yeah. I I actually think I genuinely believe PSG would be stronger if you said, right, we're going to play Neymar here and we're going to get a workman-like fella up front with an Mbappe, right? And and just to take a workload even, and it would make them, they're brilliant on the ball. I don't know how good they are off. or, or the, We always look at PSG for argument's sake and say, yeah, but will they work? Will they chase you? Will they run up and down the pitch all day after you? And like you look at Van Dijk and Alisson as, a, as an example. 
goalkeeper, centre-back. What do they do? They bring in a guy for 40 million and they stick him right in front of them. They have two full-backs, 8 million combined, so it's not big. It's the right players. I think uh, it's the timing as well of the signing. So it's the stage of their career Liverpool going to get Alisson and Van Dijk in where they're not there yet, if you get me. They're not quite there yet, but they have literally all the tools and attributes to go on and say... So you look at Alisson, came to Liverpool, had won nothing. He wins a, a, a championship in Brazil, but won, won nothing. But he, he stands now at Liverpool, a Champions League winner and a Premier League winner and voted best goal, best 11, FIFA, whatever. Van Dijk, a couple of Scottish titles, comes over. So you're buying the players at the right time. Whereas PSG are throwing money at Neymar, who's already been there and done and wins a treble at Barca. The appetite is not there. Do you get what I'm saying? And that that's sort of like he goes, to, he leaves Barca to get out Neymar shadow, uh, Messi shadow, but then ends up in Mbappe shadow who wins the World yeah. Cup. But you is know it, what I mean? Is it? And Mbappe, is, Mbappe is the type of player now who, and you can tell. And in fairness to Mbappe, I know he's going for mental money now to Madrid in the summer, wages wise, but he's hungry. Yeah. He's hungry. Yeah, and, and Madrid, they're not in the best shape, but he's going there now, backing himself to say. I'm going to bring us back up to the level he was around that when Ronaldo was here and he was winning Champions League because he ba- he's backing himself. Oh, he's pulling out of Neymar slipstream and everyone else and he's saying, I- I'm going for Ballon d'Or. Oh, his outlook is. It's, yeah. It is a footballing thing. He wants to try yeah. a different country, but he's definitely looking at individual so, accolades because he's in the shadow there. Because you can end up with your fucking trousers around your ankles like United with Maguire. He's a good yeah. World Cup. And they, they end up paying 80 million for them. But this, but this, one, this one I wanted to ask, right? Couldn't be four from a Manchester United centre back. I know. Well, I, not... I've always said it. If he was signed for 30 million three years ago, he'd be gone by now. But um, it's he's a, now it's... better than Lindelof, who was a 30 million pound centre yeah, back. But, but this, this is what I wanted to ask. Shawnee, I'll say it to you, Keith, then. Shawnee mentioned something there. It's all about the right time, right? Now, how do you dictate the right time? I think it is when a club is comfortable in itself, confident in itself, confident in its process, its manager, where they're going, what they're trying to do. And you can go in and sign a £30 million player because you're confident in what you're doing. You can sign a £40 million, a £20 million. And Liverpool have done this. We use them as an example because even though this is a show for all of football, we're all Liverpool fans, so it's easy to talk that way. Yeah. Um, we know more about that. And Liverpool go and do that, and they're comfortable, and they'll say, yeah, do you know what? We really need a goalkeeper and a centre-back, so we're going to put £150 million on the table there, right? Now you can, we'll get on to Coutinho in a bit. But they could have easily done four £30 million players with that money. They didn't. They done £275 million players in our in-abouts, right? But that's because Liverpool knew where they were, knew what they wanted to be, knew what they needed, and identified it. How much key is it? that the right time never comes around for some clubs because they've no confidence in what they're doing, no plan. And the and the fallback is when you don't have that, you've a you've a fan base that's just bubbling away, waiting. So the best way to quell that is to go bang 90 million on him. Bang 75 million on him. Bang 60 million on him. For no fucking reason. They don't they're not you, you don't look at them and go, that's gonna work. Is it all a case of where the club stands and how confident they are and what they're doing? I think it is. I think it's a massive thing. Yeah, it's no coincidence that you touched on it there, we're Liverpool fans, so we'll use Liverpool as an example. I don't think there's many clubs that get as many right as Liverpool. 
I, not, on, on the club here. I don't think there's anyone even comes close because people would no. say, oh, Dortmund and, you know, other club, Bayern, like there's been a lot of misses at them as well. And, you know, we've been lucky because we look for the right players. Now, we went out, we had a need at goalkeeper. We tried to solve it with Lourdes Carrius for fucking five million or whatever we paid for him, right? It didn't work out. And we knew we had to get the best in class then. We went down one route. It didn't work. We had to get best in class. We were linked with... Roma acted the maggot that summer, didn't they? And then we were getting linked with like Jan Black and all that sort of thing. But we... Klopp knew, or the team knew, this is who we want. This is our target. We're going to get this fella. And they got him, and he was the right player. We missed out on Virgil van Dijk because of Blackpool going on the roller coaster. We didn't panic. I remember at the time, everyone screaming for Stefan De Vrooy, I think was the, the next name on the list. And everyone's like, oh, get De Vrooy, get De Vrooy, you'll, you'll get him in. Klopp didn't want any of that. He's like, no, the right player. It has to be the right player. We don't care what we're paying for him. It has to be the right player. Liverpool have done it very successfully. Now, if you look at, and we'll use Manchester United as an example, because like, not to have a dig at them, but I think they're not the worst. Like, I think Barcelona have been worse, but Man United are up there. They went out and you mentioned Paul Pogba earlier. They bought him back after losing him on a free and they lost him on a free because they weren't convinced of him. Alex Ferguson wasn't convinced that Paul Pogba could do a job in the Premier League for them. And then goes off, does well at Juventus. They bring him back and they hadn't got a plan for him. Manchester United did not know how to use Paul Pogba. So they spent 90 million on this marquee signing and they didn't know how to get the best out of him. They still don't. And then they spent so, another 200 million on midfielders to try complement them. And it hasn't worked. And th- no, this is the thing. That is poor planning. Yeah, That's matches. a team that really looked and just had to chase, chase, chase. It had to be the the big fancy sign. And they had to gazump people. Do you know what I mean? They have to go and get a player because their rivals wanted them. I mean, Alexis Sanchez, Man City, what, where linked from? Boom, we'll take That's him. The yeah, That's we'll the worst transfer him. in the history of transfers. Yeah, well, let's, let's, he's getting a chat in a minute. Let's, but he's doing the same let's, with Fred as well. Man City, we, we, haven't Fred, even, we, haven't near, we haven't went near Everton Hill. will literally go bust yeah. in, when, with the way they're going. And I'm not and saying Davey that. Davies 40 odd million. Yeah, I'm not saying like they have, they have no like, resellable assets, really. Well, let's go, this, let's go through this list and we just go from four, 1 to 25 and see if we how many hits and many misses we have. Someone in the chat will keep a list of hits or misses. There's, or so, many good, there's so many good examples flying in in the chat of yeah. teams. Well, we had one there. Um, I forgot to read out. Guys can mend He's in teams of the yeah. year in 99 and 2000. Signs for Lazio for 48 million. It was the fourth or fifth highest of all time at the time. One season. Yeah. Gone. Crazy. So Italy let, let, was a mad shot back in the 90s. Italy was the World West. It's yeah, what well, the Premier it's, League is now. And they suffered. They probably, yeah. uh, the suffering came probably about 10 years later now. Exactly. Uh, so let, let's have a look at this, right? So number one, Neymar, £199.8 million. Pounds. Hit or miss? Miss. Keith? Miss for what he was brought in to do. Okay. I mean, he's injured all the time as well. Yeah. And he makes sure he gets back to the carnival and his sister's birthday every year as well, doesn't he? Okay. He's injured every year. He's injured. Yeah. He's out for four or five months every season. Killing Mbappe, 130.5 million pounds. Hit or miss, Shawnee? Another miss because they're going to lose him for free. Yep. And all he's, he's done is won them league titles. It's not enough. Okay. Yeah. 
It I was agree. Yeah. Okay. He was bought in to win. I think if they'd have bought Mbappe and hadn't have brought Neymar, it might have been different. They bought the two of them. I mean, they're to the one club in the one season. Mm. More or less. Yeah. yeah, it was was it? Yeah, he came in on loan, didn't he? And Mbappe then he goes on loan first. So yeah. yeah and he, but it was a fiddle with Monaco with it. it was like give him on loan to be FFP or some shit like that. Yeah. But that's two. They done two of these players when it meant he couldn't build a team around. So it was never cohesive from the start on that. Shane That's Downs. 340 million. Shane Down says, um, I don't know if this is right, but he said he's only played 80 league games for Paris Saint-Germain since That's, 2017. That's yeah. Sounds a rip. It's probably Okay, right. here we go. Usman Dembele, 126 million pounds. Miss. Miss, Jesus Christ. That's, yeah. That yeah, no, that's, that's at least the other two got numbers. The other two right. done digits, just didn't win the trophies. This fella was a disaster. We're three, we're three for three. Philippe Coutinho, one hundred and twenty-one point five million pounds. Yes. Yeah, I miss. Four failed. Four failed. Four failed. Yeah. Four for four. Joe Felix, one hundred and fourteen point four eight million pounds. Um, paid by Hardy, At the, the moment, I'm going to say miss because he he went to the wrong club. I think Shawnee said that. He's not an Atletico player. Yeah. They won the league. Do you know, they broke up that Real Barca thing. I think they do that too. might have helped them along. But He's yeah, a, think, he had Barcelona player written all over him for me. Yeah. Griezmann, disaster. Right, here we go. Antoine Griezmann, £108 million. Pounds. Hit or miss? Yeah. Possibly miss. the worst. Really bankrupted the club. Yeah, okay. possibly the worst transfer of all time. Six for six. Jack Grealish, one hundred and five point seven five million pounds um, to Man City. So far, miss. at the moment, miss. early doors. Yeah. Admittedly, early doors, but yeah. miss. I think miss because I think there's no way he does anything other than becomes another squad option for them at Man City. I think you know he's not going to be. I don't think he has the character to put the team on his back and become the main man there. So I think no matter what, Man City will win leagues and cups, and I don't think it'll be down to Jack Grealish being everything the man. So went, I can't see him being a hit. Everything went through Jack Grealish at Villa. Everything, yeah. but now City look to a go for me from all angles. So he'll become more peripheral in the game. I am. Um, I still think he's a cracking player, but and we'll hold you. I think we'll it's, there, it's probably too early to make yeah, judgment. How far on him? That's all right. He's the first one to break the duck. Fair play. Christian Felix, you could nearly say the same as well, but, you know. They're trying to get rid of him now, all yeah. every window. Two, yeah, but he's he's, 90, he's he's into his third season there. Yeah. You know, um, well into his third season. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo to um, Juventus. Uh, 105.3 million pounds. Disaster, as Sean, he said. Miss all over. Scored a lot of goals for them. Of course he does. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. Doing it for Manchester United. But one, one the team goal, suffered. One goal and built and one Scudetto in two years, which yeah. is, it's like, it'd be like Celtic not winning the league with Larson there. Yeah. Okay. It, it really, you know, we said this about Mbappe and Neymar, they were bought to win the Champions League and they haven't won the Champions League. He was bought to win the Champions League for Juventus and he didn't win the Champions League. So, That's and they had yeah. to essentially give him away. So, miss okay. one of the worst. There we go. Um, Eden Hazard, one hundred and three point five million pounds from Good Chelsea to Real Madrid. Uh, uh, miss, miss, fucking okay. brutal. Okay, Romelu Lukaku, one hundred and one point seven million pounds. Um, Wants to go home, Chelsea. 
it feels unfair now at I this stage. I think he's being horrendous for Chelsea. Stinker. Yeah, stinker. I think, I think they play Arsenal on the second game of the season. And they beat Arsenal, I think it's 3-0 at the, at the Emirates. And Lukaku bullies Arsenal all day long, right? And rightfully so, because Arsenal were atrocious. I think they were beaten by Brentford on the first day. Yeah. They get beaten then by Chelsea, and I think they go away and lose the third game as well. But they were all going on about, this is what they were missing. This is the missing link. Look at him. He's holding it up. He's passing it. He's moving. He's scoring. He's doing what I don't think he scored. He might have scored today. I don't. I think he did. And, and I'm looking going, calm down a bit. This Arsenal side are all over the fucking place. You know, and he's been injured. He's been out. He's had a fucking hissy fit. He's had to do a public apology to manager, fans, backroom staff, the board, everyone. You know, and I'm going, February. this is fucking mad. It's a stinker. Um, but look, that's how it is. Um, Paul Pogba, 94.5 million pounds. Um, Miss, look, Gary, you were speaking the other night in a, on Xbox with my mate Darren Hills. He's probably watching. Massive United fan. Yeah. And Pogba, bar his four seasons, has missed a half of the season every year since. Well, your friend said to us something the other night. And I want, if someone can check it, he reckons... 220 games. Right, so he's there since... He's there since 2016. So 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 2021. So that's five seasons. Okay, five and a half seasons. So, how many games has Paul Pogba missed for United in that time? I think he's been an unmitigated disaster. And it's it's again, you, Keith said earlier, Ferguson didn't wasn't sure. Paul Pogba could have been the catalyst for Manchester United if Manchester United had a built around him and built properly. Yeah. But he had this attitude of, "Who's the next one we're going to go for?" Like Paul Pogba wants freedom in the pitch. You want to be, what you want to do is you want to say to Paul Pogba, we're sitting two lads behind you. We're going to go out and sign Fabinho and Kante and you're going to play in front of them. And you do whatever the fuck you like because we're going to put two wide men each side of you and a fellow up front and you're going to be the assist maker, the assist king, right? And you won't have too much coming back. When you watch them at Juventus, he played the left of a diamond, right? And he was, he walked hard but it was strong running. They wanted to get him on a strong, strong running with the ball, moving, committing people. At United, they thought he was some sort of quarterback. And what happens is, when United didn't have the ball, he was the easiest thing to get at. Because yeah. you just went, where's Paul Pogba? There he is. Go at him. Because he's not going to chase you. It's been an unmitigated disaster and he's going to walk for a free again on them. So yeah. he's probably cost him 200 million quid overall and he's going to walk for free. Um, and you know what? Can I just say, mm-hmm. I've never seen anyone in Dublin with a Pogba jersey. So I don't know where... You know, the jersey sales, a lot of Man United jerseys in Dublin. I've seen very few Paul Pogba ones. Do you know what I mean? So what I can't even Pogba put him down. 2016. He's paid 100 and 143 league games since then. 143 league games. In six years. Yeah. In five seasons. Yeah. 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 21. That's and five. So that's five, half. 150. That's 190 league games. 200, about 210, 215 league games. How many has he played? Uh, he's played 100 and 146 league games. So he's missed and 70. It, he's missed 70 no, league on. games. Yeah, and three of them were before he went. Okay. 
So he's missed 70 league games since he joined Manchester United. That's two seasons. Yeah. 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 Okay. Pretty and much. that's and that's and that's without bringing Yeah, that's without bringing, um cups or anything else into it. Yeah. Okay. Right, moving on. Um Garrett Bale. Big hit. We well, think it's million. the fourth hit we've had, yeah. He's a he, yeah, and, but there's a caveat on it as well, I suppose. If he wasn't from Wales, he if he hadn't a cop kind of carried on the way he has in the last few, he won yeah. he won three Champions Leagues, but he won two Champions and Leagues. Won them for them. Mm. Won them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. won cups yeah. and won legs like I was the main man to win them. I think he was a hit. But it's just tarnished by what he became, wasn't it? Like that they, yeah. he became a noose around their neck that they couldn't shift him because he was playing golf and he was earning a fucking fortune. And that's yeah. the danger when you're paying these players. And I'll pull it back to Liverpool again, like I, I always do with Liverpool fans. When Liverpool sign a player, Sean, you said something about hunger earlier. They want to bring in these players on not on low wages, but incentivized wages so that they're hungry to succeed and hungry to, to earn their corn. Gareth Bale was brilliant, brilliant at the start for Madrid. But yeah, then they, it just became too comfortable and he had no real desire to, to push on and, and get it back. And he it's did a shame the way himself in the cold jar yeah. in Madrid was the big thing with him there. And yeah. all of them come out saying about him, like, because the, it's mad. Like in Spain, they have their dinner at half 11 at night, like yeah. 12 o'clock at night. So you'd be sitting down at 12 o'clock when we'd be probably going to bed. And that's when he was going to bed and all his teammates were going, you don't come to anything with us or anything. Marcelo said, so he kind of outcast himself a bit. But again, yeah. Gav, like you said earlier, 12 and 13 there is Ronaldo to United, or Ronaldo to Madrid and Bale to, to Madrid. Yeah. It's timing. Bale lives as the PFA player of the year and he just explodes. He yeah. explodes on the scene. At Madrid. <laughs> yeah, because he's something different. He's, he's the left foot. He's a wand of a left foot. He's big, six foot one. Six foot two, strong, powerful. It's not what you're used to in Spain, especially from well, Real Madrid like, side. Ronaldo was the the right foot version. It was pace and power. It was yeah. at that time, you know, Ronaldo was, but he was starting to change and they and move inside him and be a centre forward when Bell could come the, in there. Yeah, it was all right, but it was about going to the right club at the right time. You know, yeah. both of them were right clubs at the right time, and Absolutely. they got both successes. Gonzalo Higuain, eighty-one Miss. million pounds to Juventus. Miss disaster. Miss, okay, miss, miss, that's grand. We don't need much more. Neymar, I think, was fairly uh, seventy-nine million to Barcelona. Yeah, wins, yeah, wins the treble, yeah. and they get quite a billion euros for him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, I don't know what score we're at now at the moment, but the misses are still winning. Harry oh, that's Maguire, only three successes. Harry Maguire, oh. seventy-eight point three million. Well, I'm not skipping over this one quickly. I'm telling you that now. Unmitigated disaster. I think absolutely one of the worst of all time. You have talked about Alexis Sanchez and you've talked about Ronaldo coming back to United because City were interested in him. I think that's a reaction to what Liverpool done with Virgil. Yeah. Like. It is. They've spent 75, we'll show you, we'll spend 80. Genuinely, I, do, I think that because they go in there with a bid of, I think it was around 60 million quid for him and they're told no by Leicester and Leicester sitting back on these Egypt will pay there's yeah. no doubt about it these idiots will pay it you know because we'd seen Alexis Sanchez come in before that you've seen what they've done with Pogba a couple of seasons previous you know they're going to pay it they're absolutely I think they signed Lukaku before that as well but this fella and I keep saying it if he was if if he'd have signed for Manchester United for £35 million he would no longer be there 
100% no longer being there. Uh, and they're still paying off that fee, by the way. 19-20, He's only in his third season at Manchester United. They're probably still paying that for the next two years. That is the big, that's one of the biggest misses I've ever seen in my life, yeah, ever. Couldn't agree more. It's another case of not doing the proper background checks on a player because Harry Maguire does not have the mentality or the character to be an eighty million pound leader and the the building block that Manchester United needed. Harry Maguire is a number two. He's a, a centre back that could have gone in, but they already had Lindelof and they already had Bailey and they already had these type of players when they needed an alpha. We bought Virgil van Dijk. He was an alpha. He went in there from the minute he got in there, he was the daddy and everything was better. Harry Maguire went into Manchester United. And if you look at him now, look at, I've never watched a Harry Maguire performance where he hasn't made a mistake. Now, it might not have always been punished, but there is always a mistake. Whether it's been cut out position, whether he gets past, gets uh, run past too easily, he doesn't have the minerals. And when you throw an 80 million price tag on someone like that, it's it be- can never succeed. His best form at United was when they used to sit back and look to defend and hit you on the break because he can hit a ball. When you ask to do anything else, do you remember the game at Arsenal where he just kept giving it to fucking Arsenal? Do you remember it? He, he kept <laughs> yeah. getting the ball at the back and trying to, he, pl- he tried to play one crossfield pass at one stage. And when I say it was not within 20 yards of any, nobody on the pitch, never even mind an Arsenal player, it was nowhere near. It's just one of the biggest, weirdest transfers I've ever seen. They were the big ones. Chelsea did the same at Kepa then. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Allison was the blade most expensive keeper in the war for about twenty minutes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and they they blew that beans like yeah because yeah. but the thing is the thing is when 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 we sign Allison, there's no doubt that when Chelsea who does usually sign him from Pepe and let Bill Bell Bill Bell so when when Bill Bell are sitting there they're going, do you want Becker's gone for fucking seventy million quid here, like. And you want this fella, he's going to be the best thing since. And at the time, he was he was tipped yeah. to be, the, he was going to topple the hay. In, in, yeah. You know, um, and it was like 72 million. They went, all right, Grant. And he fucking paid yeah. it. Um, let me see, let me see. We've gone past Harry Maguire. Frankie de Jong, 77 million pounds to Barcelona. Miss. Miss. So far, yeah. I like him. I like no, him as a player. This is his third season. Yeah. yeah. He's not, he hasn't walked. And he is, it's another case, we won't dwell too long on this, you buy, a player, you buy a player from Holland and you buy a player from, let's say, Portugal, we've seen it with Luis Diaz, right? Their salary is low to start with, so you can bring them in and you can give them a deal. Luis Suarez, when he signed for Liverpool, was only on about 20 grand a week. Frankie de Jong's wages went from something like 12 grand a week at Ajax to 400 grand a week. The worst seller was your man Dest, wasn't he? At, um, Sergio Dest, yeah. Was he at Ajax? He was at yeah. Ajax, yeah. He was and I think he was on about 8 grand a week. Yeah, and he went to Barcelona. He was on fucking two hundred monstrous money. Yeah. Um, Matthias De Litt, seventy six point nine five million at Juventus. Miss didn't walk. Couldn't that, force him. his way in. They couldn't force his way in. He will possibly be a good player for them. He's been good this year. Yeah, he's been decent, but well, again, they won't win early. They won't win the yeah. league. So. 77 million pounds like that's a lot of bread that's a lot of dough miss Jaden Sancho 76.5 million pounds to Manchester United do you hold out the jury on him as well like you would with um, Jack Grealish because no want to know why 
Go on. I've seen Grealish down in the Premier League. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure. Sh- I'm. I was completely wrong. I don't think he has the pace, guy, for the Premier League. He doesn't look like he has the pace to beat a player. For me, right. as a winger, maybe I, thought maybe. I thought maybe you could give him a bit of slack because of maybe what's going on and the tactics and stuff. More of a number ten, but I don't know. He just doesn't seem. Well, it's probably a lack of belief. And look, what's going on in United at the moment? Yeah, Martin's spending every day with them pricks. Yeah. Oh. 350 grand a week doesn't have to scratch himself there's no desire there's no hunger okay flop Romelu Lukaku 76.23 million to Manchester United disaster Dad, isn't it how the names are repeating hmm. in this top 20 hmm. yeah shy flop okay that was the end that he's good but yeah that's indicative, but uh, more of an indictment to the player, isn't it? That he needs to play in a slower league where, right, it's still physical, but you can get away with the the touch of laden that Romelu Lukaku has, and yeah. you're not going to get so you're not going to suffer for it in England. I mean, he was decent at the lower teams in England, Everton, West Brom, and all the likes. But when he went to a big club and the pressure was on him, he just never done it. In England, two hundred and fifty-two people watching, uh, one hundred and twelve likes. So keep hitting that like button if you can, and subscribe if you haven't already. Two people don't like the show. Leave a comment in underneath afterwards to let us know what you didn't like, and we'll do our best to sort it out. Um, must be Lukaku. Lukaku <laughs> yeah. Le- 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 and Harry Maguire are watching. Yeah, <laughs> Virgil Van Dijk, seventy-six point one nine million pounds to Liverpool. Absolute hoist job, hoist yeah. job. Yeah, that. I have to be honest, boys. When he signed for Liverpool, I thought it's huge money. But the fact we held off him and held off because we couldn't go near him that summer and waited and waited and waited, it, it got me more excited that we were waiting when it became clear. Because he would have for 50 million if it wasn't for the yeah. trip to Blackpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the on the fucking big stick of rock. Um, but shani said it earlier if, we, if you'd have told me now that we paid 150 million for him in december um was it december 2017 yeah, it was it was um, yeah January it was 27 or so wasn't yeah. it when if you'd have told me now you spent 150 million on i still think it's a bargain i agree with shani because he has been close to flawless for liverpool for what's yeah. virgin on four years now you know when virgin van dyke makes a mistake the whole world talks about it you know, yeah. When someone dribbles past them, yeah. When someone dribbles past them, it was it was trending it on yet. Twitter. So, but <laughs> lads, like, well, I know we're Liverpool fans, but I, I'd find it hard to find a fan of any club that wouldn't say that Virgil Van Dijk on that list is probably the biggest hit of them all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, by probably Ronaldo, Ronaldo to Real Madrid, Ronaldo maybe. to yeah. Madrid. Yeah, looking at that, but you have to probably look as well and say, or maybe the fella that's coming next, the lift. The lift from what Ronaldo gave Madrid compared to what Van Dijk gave Liverpool. I'm not comparing uh, those players. Ronaldo is probably Real Madrid's greatest ever player. Yeah, he's definitely up there in the equation, Sean. But what I mean is, like, he's going to a team that's you know one or two in Spain and always there or thereabouts for Champions Leagues, and he pushes them up, and you know he gets the Champions Leagues and things like that. Whereas Van Dijk goes to Liverpool, we were a laughing stock. The defence for Liverpool was an absolute laughing stock. And he comes in and we're in a fucking week. It's like, 
this fella's fixing things. This is blading. Bob the Builder here is fucking sorting this out, not a bother to him. And the impact he had, different players, Ronaldo's a goal scorer and he's a, you know, the, the poster boy. Gareth Bale as well, as we said, was a hit, was another attacking player. What Virgil van Dijk does, as you both said, if we pay double that, it's it's something Klopp says in his first press conference, judge me when I leave, not when I arrive. And that's how transfers need to be judged. What they do while they're at the club rather than when they sign them. And it's something that like Everton win transfer windows regularly when they proclaim, oh, we signed this player. And the player turns out not to do much. And other clubs are the same. You judge them at the end. And what we've had with Van Dijk, look, this season he's recovering from a bad fucking horrific injury. He's still playing well. What we got out of him, the return on him was just outrageous. I think he's one of the best transfers of modern time, but I yeah, can understand I, I Ronaldo so. was definitely. Up I think the one. one. I think when it, when it really stood out to me, like he does come in in seventy and eighty, and we're, we're on a, looking for top four, and we're looking for, and um, we go on that that run to the Champions League final, and you know, I'm not too. Does he play against Rome in the semi at home? I have a feeling yeah. he doesn't. Does he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, did he? I thought it was a European game there. And he missed Jordan. That. But anyway, it's the final. Where I think, where I look and go, fuck me, he's good. And the reason being is because when you look at what Real Madrid had on the pitch, he was walking around that place as if he owned it. Like he was yeah. lit. When the ball went up near near Ronaldo or wherever, the, Van Dijk was just taking it going, fuck off. You know, I'm playing football and I just went, he is just like shiny calls it all the time. He's the, he's the most alpha of alphas, isn't he? And oh. he's just, a, he's, a, he's just a ridiculous, ridiculous signing for Liverpool. And when you see him this season, people go, is he a yard off it? Like he's been out for 10 months, you know, yeah. um, he will get drop offs and he might get a bit of fatigue and stuff like that. But okay, I he, wouldn't take nobody over. For me, he'll be up there when he retires with, with John Terry. That's like, that, that's how good he is. Yeah. Now, uh, sorry, Shani, Olivier's gone through this list. Salah is on page 51. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Sorry, we so, got we got, um, we got bet into that list there, so I'm, I'm, there's loads of comments flying in, but keep hitting the like button. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. Um, go on, Shani. He'll be up there. Like, he'll, be, he'll be remanded as one of the greatest to ever play the game. Yeah. And I thought, like, I think there's opposition fans a bit in denial at the moment, but he's kind of transcended what it is to be a centre-back. Now, a couple of more Premier League titles and you put him in there, up there with John Terry for me. He, he'll, like, I know he's a bit of a prick now, but let's not forget, like, John Terry was... He's very good. A, a yeah, ridiculous centre-back. And the fact that you're putting him in that, up, up in that echelon with him, for me, is... Uh, it's unbelievable. He he's had probably the biggest impact of any one signing we've made since since club. I mean, there's been a few catalysts, but I think Virgil is the rock the house is built on. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, Luis Suarez, seventy three point five five million from Liverpool to Barcelona. Huge hit, hit. legend there, big hit. hit. Yeah. yeah, win the I, Champions League. I think he's that third top scorer of all time. Yeah, absolute hit. Yeah, he was unbelievable at Barcelona. And I'd say, I'd say, like the person that pulled the trigger on letting him go is probably still getting slaps across the back of the head open until this. That day. was, but that was another thing that forced Messi out of there as well. That caused Messi to nearly fall out of love with Barcelona because but they the forced Suarez out. The irony of this is that's a product of the shite you see in the top five of the list. Yeah, 
Yeah. So this that's that's the fallback, you know. That's yeah. that's that's where the dominoes fall when you look at Coutinho, Griezmann, Dembele. Like this is where they are. Where they, this is where they are. Where they are. Yeah, it's, it's played a, nearly four hundred million on them three alone. Like, but the, the next one is Dusan Vlahovic, but that sign has only gone through in the last week, so we won't go touch him. Um, Kai Havertz, seventy-two million pounds to Chelsea from Bayer Leverkusen. Am I right? Yeah, I'm gonna say miss on that. He won the Champions League, so you know he's he scored some big goals for them, but he's not a regular in the team. Like for for that money, and he's not. He's been injured. Yeah, but even when, like, the four season, they didn't seem to know where to play him, and he's never really pulled up any trays. I think it's one, he's one that maybe time will tell. Okay. He's still very young. I think, you ha- I think, I, I, I think, I think for the age he is, I think it's fair as to what he's done so far. I think yeah. I'd be holding a little bit. It'll probably be key as to see how he gets on long term under, if there is a long term under Thomas Tugel. That's that's what I'm, I'm thinking on that one. And the last I think one, Havertz is a sorry before we move on, I think Havertz is another we spoke about uh Kepa there. I think Havertz is another product of Chelsea just wildly spending on players that maybe they didn't need to spend on. So, you know, as a player, he's a good player. Will he come good? I think possibly. But again, you know, I don't think the transfer fee is a fair reflection of the player, but he's on the list, so we'll see how he goes. Yeah. And the last one on this, um, Lucas Hernandez, centre back. Seventy-two million pounds to Bayern Munich. Miss. I know he was a big fan of Lucas Hernandez, but seventy-two million. Yep. Miss. Okay. That's um, only played one. We haven't even talked yeah. about people like De Maria or stuff yeah. like that. Manchester United, like, haven't even we haven't even scratched the surface there. Nicholas. Pepe. Well, I mean, the next one on the list is Nicholas Pepe. Yeah. So let's have a little word on him. Seventy-two million. Well, and I remember well, Arsenal Pepe, signing him. Yeah, but he was championing because he had to pay it over five years. They literally they sacked the director of they sacked your man Raulsonelli over that. Yeah. But the, the thing was with, with with for me with him was when when that when that summer and I think it's the summer of nineteen twenty. The boy him. The summer of two thousand nineteen. Then is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Liverpool have won the European Cup. Um, they haven't done much in the transfer windows. That's those seasons they do Van der Berg and stuff like that. Um, and Pepe is being linked with Liverpool, and I promise you, the money he's being linked for is who was he with? Was it? Was it um, Lille? Lille. Lille. Yeah, and it was like Lille's um, owner may push for somewhere uh, around the forty million pound mark, right? He signs for Arsenal for seventy-two million pounds after literally two and a half months of being linked with Liverpool every fucking day. And who on Arsenal went in and went seventy-two was probably the number. Well, your man it's, got sacked over it because it's it turned out to be absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> Emma Cavanagh, fair fucking play to him. He's the only one in here with a pen. He says seventeen misses, five hits. And three undecided out of twenty-five. And I don't well, think can, can we just quickly go to to thirty, right? And just make it a nice even thirty, right? So Nicholas Pepe, seventy-two million is twenty-six. Hit or miss? Miss. Yes. Right? So we'll add onto the misses. Kepa is twenty-seventh, seventy-two million. Yeah. Hit miss. or miss? Miss. Miss. 
Zinedine Zidane, 69.75 million to Real Madrid. Monstrous hit. hit. Monster hit. Ridiculous. No one mentions the fee. He was that good. Exactly. As we said about Ronaldo and Bale and Van Dijk, they went in, and Suarez and Neymar to Barca, all the hits, they went in and they won trophies and they they done the business, what they were bought for. The next one on the list, Arthur. 68 yeah. million to Juventus. I have it up there. Did you yeah. ever fucking go away with that? Yeah. That was a stinker. And Kevin De Bruyne. And Kevin De Bruyne makes up the, the final space. Yeah. So we'll put De Bruyne and Zidane there as hits and the other three as misses. So that gives us a nice 20 misses out of the top 30. 20 misses, 7 hits and 3 undecided. That will be updated. So there you go. Um, and a quick one just before we do wrap up. I know we keep saying a quick one, a quick one, a quick one. I don't know how many quick ones you're having. I like a few quick ones. Oh, Nicholas Pepe, right? That's <laughs> what on. she said. Yeah. <laughs> Last night. Nicholas Pepe, uh, 72 million to Arsenal, right? And we said Lille, gangsters, ripped them off. Mm-hmm. Number 31 on the list is Victor Osimhen from Lille to Lazio. And that's another one that Lille has absolutely scalded a team on. So it just goes to show, you know, you, you spend this big money and it's, Harry Maguire is an example, it's the selling team that are licking their lips and are more happy about it. And that tells you all you need to know. Shani, before we wrap up, is there a massive argument here to get more excited if a club you support or other clubs that you look, you, you kind of have an interest in, or you're just a football fan, to be more excited when you see transfer fees that are around the 35 to 40 million pound mark, where you go, oh, with him, and have a little bit more of a deep think about it as to who's already in the squad, who we could come in for, or link up with, or replace over a, a certain amount of time, the manager, the way the team plays. Is it more? Is it better to look at it like that rather than just buy the £80 million pound fella because he's £80 million, surely that works. It's a fee for generation we're in, I know, but I'm thinking along the Luis Diaz lines here because he's 37 rising to maybe 50, and you can see a plan for him. Should we be doing more of that? Or, or, and literally ignoring society, who I think are having a massive effect on the prices of transfers just simply because of the hunger for big numbers when it comes to players. Gav, for me, you shouldn't be looking at fees at all. For me, it's about trajectory and where the player are at the time of being bought. We're buying Diaz now, who looks like he's about to explode. He looks like he's about to explode onto the scene. And it's about timing. If you're buying players at the wrong time, you know you probably got Sancho a year too late. Look at Haaland. Haaland's ready to blow. Mbappe is ready to blow. Them boys are ready to go on and dominate more than European football. Diaz is waiting to go to that next world-class level. You you can buy... Di Maria is a prime example. He's man of the match in the Champions League final. He's world-class. He's performing at a very, very high level seasons before and he's pushed out the door at Madrid yeah, and he's pushed to Manchester United by his agent and it's a disaster of a move so price shouldn't come into it you should be looking at whereabouts the player and the type of player that they are and their attitude <laughs> Julian Alvarez looks a great one for Man City looks like he's going to be ready to go in a couple of years you should be buying players who want to be there you should be yeah. taking players 
who want to be there. Timing is huge in this. Like, everyone is going mad about your man. Now, the, the, I'm looking at it like this about your man, Fabio Cavallo, right? Oh, the, sorry, the, sorry. Now you say That's it. That's great. Now you say it. Um, well, says David Lynch has I just reported the deal is complete for Fabio Cavallo, and Melissa Reddy has confirmed it as well. The fee, All right. The, well, the look, fee right. is the fee they agreed on deadline day. Okay. Well, look, listen, there's one, for example, right? So Fabio Cavallo can... Couldn't have signed that deal and could have went to Dortmund, right? Mm-hmm. He goes to Dortmund. Everyone in their fan base is losing their head in the mm-hmm. Liverpool. But for me, you dodge a bullet because yeah. you're getting, you're getting, you're not getting. He he didn't want to be there. Yeah. So you, you know, it's a it's about that. It's about that, and this is why United will struggle because they have so much money to buy players who won't want to be there. Yeah. That's so what you so is what you're trying to say then is that. When you look into all the different stats and, and the different feedback you get from all different departments around the club, you literally have to you, you have to include the transfer fee in it. And I know that sounds like a really silly thing to say. Because the transfer for me, fee is key. I do telling them tomorrow because I do to, for for seventy to eighty million because he's ready to go. Yeah. Indy is reporting that we met with his representatives. He's ready to go. Like Bellingham is ready to go. Jude Bellingham. There's a big gap there for the, the young midfielders of the next generation that are going to kick on. Like, you're grabbing back, you're too many. Um, you have Declan Royce there. I know, whatever, you, you have players like him who are going to be on to be the stalwarts in the game over the next And at that years. age as well. And Declan Royce yeah, is going yeah. to be included and in there because he's at that age where he's ready that. for that step. It's about environment. If you, it, it, the the big thing is right. Forget about price tags. If you don't have the the right environment for a player to thrive in, you're they're not going to succeed. No matter how much you pay yeah. for them, hundred percent. And I think, yeah. I think that's where Arsenal deserve a little bit of um, credit because he's at the fucking Aubameyang out now, yeah. and he fucked Ozil out. So he has he knows here there now Arteta. I've built this. These he's nearly got rid of everyone there. I think. I oh, think it's, it's, it's absolutely his squad now. Yeah. Yeah, it's his squad now. It's it's hit the mentality that he's created. Klopp knows he's bringing Diaz in. He would have had. They would have looked into him. What's he like? Has he got a missus? Has he got a kid? Is he gonna settle down? What's yeah. what's his personality like? There'd be no bad eggs. Whereas you're going into United, there they're gonna buy Declan Rice. They will. Oh, they'll be top of the queue for Declan Rice because yeah. they're the only ones who'll pay the money. Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't loan this. Jesse Lingard to Newcastle. And you have Lingard coming out now, turning around, and the yeah. club are putting out stay, putting, the club are putting out to the PR machine. You know that he's having mental health issues, and he's at the coming yeah. out tonight. He's after no. tweeting, he's saying that. Yeah, yeah. Saying so that. he's tweeted he that it's been a voice. He takes some time off for personal reasons, but he said he's ready to go one hundred percent. And and this is where Mo Salah's got to be careful. In, in terms of looking on his next move. Like, you're literally going. Lingard could sign up at Liverpool tomorrow and he'd be fucking brilliant. I guarantee yeah. you. I but guarantee you. So, it's about environment. It, oh, that's, exactly. what I'm try- that, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's not about price. It's about environment. And if you Correct. look at the circumstances of all of those players I bought under, it's either 90% dick swinging yeah. and another and 90% panic. Yeah. There's, yeah. No, there's no foresight to what they're doing. Yeah. I 100% agree with you Keith we finish it up now but I know it's an obvious thing to look at the transfer fee because that's what dictates if he goes or not right but what I'm trying to get at is how big 
of a thing. You know, when you have all the analytics, that's great. And really fit and stuff like that. And teams, I don't know how much they do. They, I presume they do loads. But then you see when they pay, what they pay for certain players, you go, well, do they? Like, sounds a bit like the fella in the analytics is fucking playing Xbox all day, you know, the sort of way. And he's not doing much. But what I'm saying is how much it has to come down to what you're offering the player as well. Because you said something earlier, you went, Jaden Sancho, will we hold off? What do you think? And you went, it doesn't have to do with tap. He's on 350 grand a week. What the fuck does he want to do? He's there for five years. He can do whatever he wants. Are clubs being too reckless in what they're offering the player as well? Forget the, the transfer fee. What they're offering players at certain ages is, is a fortune in money over a long period of time. And players at this stage now know, I'm going to get that. And that's my level now. For five years, I'm getting that. Even if I go on loan and have a nice time somewhere, I'm still getting paid that. Do clubs have to be more careful, not only on the transfer fee, but what they're actually offering players after doing these background checks? Because there has to be players out there where you go, if you give him a 200 grand a week, I don't even know if he'll do it. Yeah. You know, the sort of way. Whereas I know if I give this fella 200, he's well worth it. He's, he's hungry like a Bellingham or whatever it might be. But this fella might be, I wouldn't go higher than 50 or 60 grand because he's not going to work for it. Yeah, it's it's the age old um the age old thing. And if you look at you know, Alexis Sanchez goes to United and the ripple effects that has uh, on wages, you know, it's outrageous. Look at Juventus sign Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey was on about four hundred grand a week at Juventus. He's going to for Glasgow Rangers for forty grand, I think, a week. Mm-hmm. Juve having to pony up the rest of that. Gareth Bale goes to Madrid, doesn't bother integrating himself. He's on a WAPA deal. He's playing golf. It's it's literally laughing in public at at the club. The club don't can't get rid of him. It's a disaster. You have to signing players is right. The transfer fee and then the wages. The whole package has to be right. So you've got and you have to get the personalities right. And that's where Liverpool have been successful because they look at the person that they're signing. As Sean, he said they're checking every little facet of his life and background. And while we might not look. And think that, like, for example, Liverpool linked with Jared Bowen, everyone's losing their shit. Jared Bowen goes off the charts now, and everyone's like, geez, I wouldn't mind him. Because they do that checks, and they know he's a good player, but he's a good personality and all this stuff. You then bring them in, Diaz comes in, he's on about, I don't know, less than 100 grand a week, probably. They hope he hits the ground running, there's room to reward him in other ways. Some clubs don't do that, they just give them big money, and then there's no desire. Manchester City can offer big money and can, as a club, can say, right, Jack Grealish, you may not work out, but you will be part of a unit here that some weeks you'll play the left side, you mightn't be in for three weeks, then you'll go in and you might play in a false nine one week. It's a £100 million player. But they'll just absorb him in because they can afford to do that. Manchester United will throw money at players and they can't afford the misses now because they're in the shits. They can't afford to keep getting these wrong. Liverpool are getting them right. Man City can afford to get them wrong. Chelsea can afford to get them wrong as well. But there's not many teams that can. And you see so many of them now, as we said, Barcelona in the gutter because of poor management. Juventus in the gutter because of poor management. How long can it be sustainable? Do you know what I mean? It's, I, it's, I don't know if it, I don't, you see, I don't, I don't think sustainability is the actual question. I think it's, Money makes the war go round and people just keep oh, putting yeah. money into football. But what I'm saying is that it, on a whole, it's probably sustainable. But for certain clubs, it most definitely isn't. You know, like yeah. you could say clubs. Manchester United as an argument go, well, they have loads of money. They'll keep doing it. But where did he go? 
You know, yeah. at the end of the day, that where are they going with it? And there's only so much fans will put up with where they go, lads, I don't give a fuck how much money we have. Can we not just go out and sign? Like, I can't understand for the life of me how Manchester United fans haven't gone out and went, listen, if Liverpool are going in for that player for 30 million, we go in for a 30 million. Don't yeah. go and sign some for 70 million next week to make us yeah. look bigger than Liverpool. Stop it. You know the sort of way? They should be literally hanging on the coattails of what likes of Liverpool and other clubs are doing and going. All they can do, guy, was off our wages. Yeah, yeah, I know because and, and, and that's the biggest mistake that they, we won't like. I'll just say, like, I'll go back to it. Like, Alexis Sanchez, the worst signing in history, he's completely he's completely titanic to that club because yeah. the wages that they're on that's their level that, now, and they everyone knows they'll pay 400 grand. They, a week. they cannot sell a single one of them players, they, they won't be able to sell a single one of them mm. because they literally won't be able to get anybody to buy them. Yeah. But he never yeah. learned. Rashford is on 300 grand a week. Yeah. They brought the back Dean Henderson and gave him a blade 150 grand a week as well. And he's yeah. the second choice keeper. Yeah. So how are you how are you gonna get these lads out of the door? Yeah. But like, you that, see that but you see that's the thing. You might be able to get them out of the door, right? You can you can take that hit, right? As you know it because of the money making machine they are. But it still doesn't change the fact that you're gonna continue doing this. You know what I mean? And you're going to continue. To, you're going to get nowhere. All you're doing is buffering, buffering hits yeah. all the time. And that's what I'm saying. And that's why I thought it was a brilliant topic when, when Shawnee said it the other night. He didn't put it forward as a topic. It came up and then we said, what we talk about? And then we went, that, that, what we were talking about on Sunday is really yeah. good. And that's where when you look at it and you think to yourself, if you named the best Premier League eleven, I wonder what the value would be as opposed to the 11 most expensive players in the Premier League, just as a, a little thing. But we might, listen, we might come back to the year, this to, in a year's time or at the end of August when that list of 25 may have changed a bit because clubs are out, out of COVID now and all sorts of stuff. There should be a lot of money spent in the summer and you may see some of those 25 being replaced on that list. Um, 600k for three keepers a week, says Reclaimer and Manchester United. So there you go. Um, Shawnee, it's been an absolute Absolute pleasure. Anything else before we go? No, it was brilliant. I enjoyed it. It was mm. kind of a deep dive and having a little look there. And it just like I, th- I think we all agree that it doesn't work. Yeah, it does not work. It's as simple as that. Unless, unless you have a club and a system, it doesn't work. You can throw like as much shit at a wall, it won't stick. We haven't even mentioned Wambasaka tonight. Yeah. Hey, well, I wouldn't trust the toys laces. Yeah, well, there you go. Like, there's more. There's so many more outside of that list, but we thought we'd go for the top, top 25 and see where it By went. By the way, Gav, everyone, I can't see anywhere that Carvalho thing being a great. Yeah, it's, someone it's said Dave, it there. David Lynch. Nah. Uh, David Lynch has Maybe it's in one of his pieces. That, who, who said it? I was oh, seeing it on Twitter, Rory. Um, All right, anyway, listen. I'd imagine it's done anyway to be honest anyway look it doesn't it doesn't really matter it was just something that popped up there Um, Keith it's been a pleasure anything else before we go we should do one of these on the kit of AFCON because it's been absolutely whopper some of the kits in that tournament are absolutely sensational so cracker absolute cracker Senegal is lovely yeah they're all the business. Yeah. Cameroon's deadly. 
You know, okay. so many good kits and that. So, so do you want do you want to come on on a Monday night with me? And we'll talk yeah, about we the Afrikan right, yeah. kits. kits and great kits of the past. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're there the you go. Because you spend most of your time on the internet looking up old kits. So yeah, we do that. We do that on a Monday like night. All right. Um, probably yep. not next Monday, but one of the Mondays. Ah, Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Um, nine till ten. Um, <laughs> nine till ten on a Monday. Right. That is it for tonight. Um, I'll be back at two p.m. tomorrow. Keith and Kev are back with Sports Unplugged tomorrow night at ten p.m. Full time Reds after Cardiff on Sunday. Fat back four on Sunday night and. Um, yeah, have a good one. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.